Welcome to Beyond Our Focus. I'm Stefan, this is Amanda, and this is Breaking Prisms, where we go over twi the Twilight Zone and Black Mirror each week, one or the other. And we're up to episode four of the Twilight Zone, Woo. called the 16 Millimeter Shrine. Yes. What an interesting name for this episode, in my opinion. Do you know why? Apparently not. Today is Tuesday, October 9th. <laughs> and why? I... It it never really says why exactly they picked that name, but 16 millimeter, like 16 millimeter super film. Oh. Yeah. Like the vintage. Yeah, and it's vintage. the shrine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it's pretty much like it's her shrine to it, so. Yeah, yeah okay. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. As you can probably tell right off the bat, not one of our favorite episodes. No, no. As far as Twilight Zone goes, my least favorite episode we've watched in the yes. four. Uh, I, I the least interesting agree. of the four. Um, don't have a whole lot of notes. We're going to go over what we, we, we anything we'd liked. Um, of course, it starts off with an act, uh, this lady watching a film. Yes. Miss Barbara Jean uh, Trenton. Yes. Miss Barbara Jean Trenton. Trenton. Also known as Barbie and I, I don't know what other name she's called. Yeah, she's called it? Barbie quite a few yeah. times. Um, so, she's in a room, she gets up. She has a nice setup, though. She's, she's a nice like, setup. It's like a couch, she has her film projector, she has the screen up, she can turn off the lights, everything from just this little... Controller, controller. yeah. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. So... They have AC. I thought that was kind of interesting. Like, AC? Yeah, air condition. I didn't... I didn't pay attention or not. Pay attention. <laughs> Where did you see this? I didn't see it. The guy said, you can't just sit here in this air-conditioned... Oh, did he? Yeah. Thing. I didn't even think yeah. about that. Well, that says they're in... Where are they? They're in, they're in Hollywood. Yeah. She really does get too terribly hot there. So it's weird. Yeah, but she's rich. The West Coast gets fire. They're on fire. What the hell? <laughs> yes, they get hot over there. <sighs> it's Hollywood. They're fine. It's California. They never get hot over there. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> She gets up, the maid comes in, or knocks on the door, and comes in, and then it just gets terribly frightened. Like, can be unexpectedly terribly frightened. Yeah, she's just, just weirded out. Like, she's, pretty much you just see her go in, and then pretty much go out, and next thing you know, there's a knock on the door. Was it Mr. Wise or whatever yes, his name Mr. is? Mr. Weiss. Weiss. Daniel Weiss. But he comes in. Apparently he's an old friend of Miss Barbara Jean. Is he an old friend or is he like her agent? I don't know, Because I got actually. the feeling through the episode he's her agent. It seems like he's trying to get her a gig. Yes. So I maybe both, I guess, when you're... Because you she's an actress. She's an older and actress. Beyond her prime, yes. an older actress. Yes. Somehow it's still lots of freaking money. And the films that she watches tend to be her own. I don't even think tends to be. I think yes. she exclusively yes. only watches her, her own old films. Which is strange because I think we had a discussion about this uh, in one of our other episodes. It may not have even been Breaking Prisms about how a lot of actors and actresses say they will not even watch their own films. Yeah, because a lot of people don't don't like to see themselves on camera. Yeah. 
So I guess maybe she just reached an age where she wanted to relive them. And that's that seems to be the theme of this episode. Yes. Because this takes place in 1959, and her last big films were in 1933 and 1934. Yes. There has been a 25 years, and apparently she's not really done much of anything. No. So she is trying to relive her past through these films. So yes, she's pretty much told... Like, she's like, oh, I remember the glory years of this movie and this movie. And he tries to get her to realize how old those movies are and how old she is, but try to do it kind of in a nicer-ish way without saying you're a washed-up old hag. Because she is. and She's much older. She, of course, is trying to relive her path through these movies. She keeps herself locked up in this room all day, all the time. And this agent... This guy just comes by every once in a while, checks up on her, tries to help in some way. Yes, they try to pull her out of this room. And so the first thing he comes up with is, Hey, you know, I have someone who wants to meet you. There's a part. Yeah, there's a part that they would like for you. Yes. So he doesn't tell her what the part is. He doesn't tell her what's going on. But But she's all excited. But apparently, she has worked with this company before, and she does not like the guy who owns it. No, she doesn't. So, they go. This guy that she already doesn't like, but there's a part. It's like, well, did you uh, like the part? Did you tell her about the part? Not really. (laughs) Yeah. And she's like, what is the part? And they go back and forth for a second. Yes. What is the part? You play a mother. You play a mother. Yes. and It's not a big part, but we think it'll be a good... What is, what is the word he uses? A... Good... A, like a good starting point almost, yes, but that's not the better word for it that they use. I don't know. A I good showcase maybe? Yes, a good showcase. That's part of, I think that's exactly what he said. So but, it's a smaller part and you'll be playing a mother. Yes. And she said, what age mother? And around the 40s. Yeah, like, 40s, but lively and something. Yes, they try to make it sound good. It's just a, so basically what you're saying, not a corpse. Yes. A, okay. Yeah. Come, she said, compared to what? What? A corpse? Yes. And uh, she said, I don't play mothers. I have never, and I never will. Yes. And it's like, lady... You apparently haven't acted in a long time. It might be good to step back into the light a little bit. Do something. So yes, then she proceeds to turn around and say, I never trusted him. I never liked him. Says some pretty harsh things, but then he's like, ah, no, 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 no. And just lets her have it. Yeah. I, I can't remember exactly what he said, but it's It ain't pretty... nice. It's about her age and... Yeah, her not really going anywhere. No, just... she, she's done. If she won't, we, if she's not willing to play some of these smaller parts, some of these other roles, like you have to do when you get older, you can't always be the cool young love interest. That's not how things work. No. As you get older, you have to accept different parts that your age is appropriate for. Yeah. Just how it works. So, obviously, she runs out. Her agent has... I, I commend him on that. He oh, has some he words. He sticks with, up for oh, her. Yeah. Seriously. Yes. He he has some words with the guy and then, you know, leaves. 
I mean, he very obviously likes her a lot. Yeah. But again, he he feels like her agent. Yeah. Because he's got he's got to be more than just a friend. He's doing too much to try to give her part <laughs> to be just a friend. I'm sure he's a friend as well. Yeah. Um. So she goes back to locking herself back into the room. Yes. To the point, like, up until this point, when she was in her room, she was still dressed in her full glory, pretty much. But this time, she just had, her hair's all messed up, she's in her little bathrobe-looking thing, and she's just, she's always drinking, too. <laughs> yeah, she's always drinking. Uh, and it's not like, you know, a cup of scotch or something, like a glass of shot, a glass of scotch. It's little martini glasses and stuff like that. She's too fancy. Very fine. And so, next thing you know, he's back again. Yes, he comes back again because he continuously does this. Yes. And goes to the door, or he tells the maid first, like, I have someone who I want, who, who wants to meet her. Yes. I met him, blah, blah, blah. So he goes to the door and he tells her, oh, I have an old friend. It's Jerry someone. I don't remember yes, the last name. I can't remember. And she lights up. Like, oh my God, I have to get ready. I have to get made up and put makeup on and blah, blah, blah. I will be down later. And yes. the next thing we see is her walking into the room and Jerry's there. Yes. And she just doesn't even recognize him. Yes. At all. She has played two parts with this guy. I believe there are love interests in both parts. He was a suave guy with a mustache and he always showed up in a uniform. Mm-hmm. And now he's standing before her grayed glasses, a suit and tie kind of thing. He's an old man. Yes. Because even as his younger, when she acted with him, he was probably her age. Yes. She is now. And she was the young 20-year-old something, and he was like 30 or 40. And he was like refined 40-year-old. Yes. But now he's like a 65-year-old man. And she's like, oh, well, he talked about how he gave up acting. And yes. she's like, oh, what do you do then? He's like, well, I own a chain of supermarkets. And she just seems so disappointed yes. in how he looks and who he is. and She she pretty much flat out tells him, Oh, I expected to, him, my Jerry to be in uniform. I expected him to be this way. And she walks over to a picture of him and she's like, There you are. There's my Jerry. Like, this is, this is who you're supposed to be. And she's like, Just go. Just go, both of you. Go yeah. away. Yeah, she flips out, goes crazy, tells them to leave. Yes, he tries to hug her. She just kind of like, nope, nope. And so then another thing that happens is I believe before she answers the door, the, the, um, the maid, before she opens the door for Daniel again, she mentions that she's kind of shaky around her she's like she she's locked in that room she won't come out and she's like i swear sometimes when i go in there it's like i can see her on the screen and then he's just like well i'm it's i'm gonna change that i have an old friend for her mm -hmm. and then now we of course she goes back to locking herself in that room once again well the first thing that she does is she talks about wishing she says that she wishes so much that things could be back to how they were. She wants to throw this dinner party, and she... She throws out a few names, and yes. he's like... And he finally barks out, like, this guy's dead. Yes. This, this guy lives in Chicago or whatever, yeah. and... The other one has been gone, disappeared for, like, 40-something years. 
Yes. And so it just like hits her hard and he that's the first time that we see him visibly get upset to the point where he just walks out. He wants her to get out of the past. Yes. He really wants her to move on. He wants her to start acting again. He wants to do something other than lock herself in this room infatuated with the 1930s. Yes. So once again, she just goes back. Once again, she's back in this room. And she's looking at the screen and she's just like, I wish. I wish I could be there again. And then we turn back to the maid. Yes, it fades, and then we go back to the maid, knocking on the door, having another snack. Yes, a nice tray full of tea and who knows what else. Coffee, I'm sorry, it's coffee. And she walks in, and all we see is her, uh, Miss, Miss Trenton? Miss Trenton? She notices, she kind of peers in, sees that the chair's empty, peers over, sees the couch is empty, and just like, then looks up. And you just only see her face, and she just... One of these horror movie screams, yes. and drops the tray, and shatters the plate, and... <laughs> <laughs> and then... And runs out. Yes. Next thing you know, Danny's back. He's back again. And he's pretty much like, where is she? Like, she's, she's in a room. Just in the room. Go in the room. Yes. Well, the maid said she looked everywhere. Yes. She looked in the bedroom. She looked everywhere for her. And so Danny goes into the room. She's like, the, who, who turned off the projector? And she's like, I did an hour ago. And it's like, are, are you going to play it? And he's like, yes, I'm going to play it. So he sits down and hits the button on the projector. And sure enough, the scene opens up. And it, it looks oddly familiar. Like, yeah, it, it looks like the hallway right out I mean, I've only seen three spots in this whole film. <laughs> this whole episode is the hallway, her room, that one agent place. And that was it. That's the yes. entire episode. So we see, you know, the staircase. We see the table with the, the, whatever centerpiece was on it. And next thing you know, people are just walking through the door. And suddenly all these actors and actresses look familiar like they've been in all the films that we've kind of gotten glimpses of and most likely people that he had told her were dead or gone or anything like that even young jerry is there yes and it's you kind of get this sense that he's looking at it like i haven't seen this movie before exactly does it look like a movie she's done yes so then they all gather around the staircase and Next thing you know, she comes down and she's wearing the exact same thing that he last saw her in. Mm-hmm. And she looks just like her. Not a young version of her, just her. Yes. So there's no, there's no. oh, maybe this is something else. No, this is her mm-hmm. as he last saw her. And, of course, everyone goes out to the car. Oh, well, you know, there's... You know, stuff by the pool. Like, there's snacks by the pool and everything mm-hmm. like that. And everybody starts to leave except her and Jerry. And then Danny, of course, visibly shaken now, stands up and... Bob, I don't know if he's calling her Barbie at that time or Barbara, but either way, he's, yeah. he's just calling to her. Of which she turns around because she hears him. Yes. Weird. And oddly tosses her scarf. <laughs> Yeah, that was kind of awkward. First off, it looked like she was staring off to the side instead yeah, the, of actually The thing is, him. not at the camera, which was odd. Yes. It would have been nice if it had been at the camera. They make it really look like she was trying to look out at him. Yeah. But, yes, yeah, she's staring kind of off to the side, and she... 
tosses her scarf. Yes. And then just leaves the scene. Yes. And he's still trying to call it to it, and then the projector stops, the wheel spinning, and he just kind of sits down stunned for a moment. And then shuts the projector off. So, we're like, okay, so did she wish herself into this? Is, Only conclusion. Are they hallucinating? No. So he walks out to the foyer and... The only weird part, but in my opinion, the strangest part of the whole episode. <laughs> is he walks out to the foyer right next to the table that was there, the staircase, and oh, there, there's something on the ground. Like, wh- wh- what could it be? It's the scarf. Odd, some... Which don't make, doesn't make sense to me. Like Everything else I can accept. The scarf somehow transporting from the movie version to the real world outside there is just odd. Well, she, she wished it would happen into her life. She wished yes. that her house could be transported back. Because that was one of the strongest points of the... Or arguments of the entire thing. Is that when she's talking about the party and the people and everything, she... Didn't she wanted to shut out the world? Mm-hmm. She wanted the world to move on and for her to stay in her little bubble. That she was going to close the doors and draw the shades, and everything was going to be left out there. And she would live in her 30s world, have her sh- parties. And so she created her own little world within the film. She did, which is the interesting part of the episode because yes. the rest of the episode was like. Well, this is really not much. No, it was literally watching someone watch movies. Yeah, because even the first episode, most of the movie was just one guy walking around an empty town, but that was entertaining. It was a lot of tension and suspense and him talking to a mannequin, which was funny. Yes, but this was very just her and... It could have just been a story about a washed up actress. It could have. Until the end. So, not not super exciting. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't bad. It just... The least interesting of all the episodes. Yes. I would definitely agree. But still interesting. Her going into this fictional world that she personally created for herself. Yeah. It, it, it brings a lot of things to mind. Like, would you do it? Would you, If you could just transport yourself into a world of your making, would you just close out the rest of the world? Oh, I don't know. I guess it's I like a, the idea. It's a would you if? I know, but I like the idea of advancement. Yeah, I like seeing what's going to come next. I'm not very much about living in the past, not me personally. Yeah, she is because that was her glory day. That's when she was acting at her best alongside these other big famous actors. And this could be our glory days. Hmm. Well, that's our goal. <laughs> the future is my glory days, not the past. So well, I'm just saying, like this could be our glory days, and then we could just be washed up old. Podcasters yeah. and we're know. already washed up old podcasters. So <laughs> okay. Uh, on that note, <laughs> on uh, that note, tell us what you think. Uh, yeah, that's not how you thought about it. Maybe you were more fond of it than we were. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Maybe you liked it more than some of the previous episodes. We didn't, but maybe you did. Let us know in the comments down below. Um, throw a like on. Throw some comments. Subscribe to the channel, which would always be awesome. But you can always reach me at BJJ Gamer, Amanda at KZ Pup, the show at Beyond Our Focus on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Anything else? We are also on a lot of major podcast services, Beyond Our Focus. Yes, also on a lot of major podcast services, including Spotify. So that's fun stuff. 
other than that, I think we're good. Yeah, I think that ends, rounds up the show there. So until next time, long days and pleasant nights.